All right, so let's, um, all right, I think that puts a, a bow on rotation talk as it stands right now. All of that stuff, obviously, in the air, and it'll be, you know, as the Lakers are framing it, as we are going to start to see what the actual rotation looks like. It's going to be interesting to see what they think of that because mm-hmm. one of the points of frustration over the last couple of years is they would say, all right, we're going to start to see what the actual rotation looks like, and it's like 35 minutes of Avery Bradley. And... um you know, fortunately, we don't have to experience. I think this this coaching staff appears at this point to be a pretty noticeable upgrade uh, for the personnel that they are working with over Frank Vogel. I think Vogel, with the personnel that they had when they won a championship, perfect match. And then for whatever reason, the Lakers ran in the opposite direction of that of that roster type. But um, as it stands right now, and as as the Lakers are currently constructed. I think Ham is is a much better fit for this uh, roster than Frank was. I do think one interesting part of this will be what does this do to uh, Schroeder? Like how far behind is he? Um, Because if we're going to start to see, as you mentioned, there's so many guards and the guards are more talented and better than the other guys generally. Mm -hmm. Um, So that means there's fewer minutes available there because there's a, there's a greater supply yeah if we start to see like some more real lineup combinations and more real rotations and and yeah you know as you work working towards next week i like that puts dennis's spot kind of in jeopardy i mean he will get a chance he's he's he is good enough that he will get a chance whenever it is that he gets here but yeah. And he signed he under the, be, under the assumption that he would get a chance. Like yeah. He wouldn't and have he signed if be, he didn't and, think he was going to get one. And he might be, you know, that chance may be a shift or two every couple games at this point until he, like, gets his way, gets yeah. his feet under him and works his way back. Although he's been playing very high-level basketball over the summer. So I don't, think it, for I don't think that's the problem. I think it's, like, fitting in in the rotations and finding a spot for him when other guys have already kind of established roles or are establishing roles. Yeah. All right. We've held off on this conversation, this portion of the conversation, as long as we possibly could, but we have to talk about Rob Polinka's extension. We have to, and this is where some of the fireworks might, might occur. Uh, this is, I think you and I, we see when it comes to basketball, I think you and I see eye to eye way more often than not. Um, but mm-hmm. I think you and I are about as far apart on a topic as we've ever been when it comes to Rob Polinka. Would you say that's fair? Um, yeah, I do think it's well. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sure. That yeah, and like, fair. I'm trying to think of what maybe like how I feel about my dog and how you feel about dogs. <laughs> okay. It's sure. like those two things. <laughs> As long as you're not one of those pineapple and pizza monsters, then oh, I definitely am. So there, all right. So there are three things that we okay, just so that is that I disagree with you more than than <laughs> than the topic we're about to talk about. Roasted pineapple is good, not on pizza. Fine, it's good, but not on pizza. Why wouldn't if it's not good? If it's good on its own, on pizza. I don't want sweet things on pizza. Period. And pizza is good. Then why would two good things not go well together? Do you like chocolate? Not really. I'm not do really you like. Chocolate okay. Guy. Do you like? Uh, do you like cotton candy? No. Okay. Any sweet things? You like? You like certain like a dessert that doesn't go like I'm not combining that with wings, for example. I don't want chocolate cake on my wings. Just because two <laughs> things are good doesn't mean they go together. 
but like it's an ingredient you're talking about like you an like entire other meal do you like french fries yeah do you like peanut butter and jelly those don't go together yeah but again like you're talking about two complete meals i'm talking about one ingredient on an already good meal no not good no <laughs> all right uh rob palenka signs an extension that uh, reportedly runs through 2026 there is some uh i guess confusion in those reports uh as to when the extension was agreed to there are some who say that it was signed recently there are some who say that it was signed when he hired Darvin Ham to tie those two together. And then there are some that there are, there's a report that has him signing his extension before they hired Ham so that he could make the Ham decision uh, with confidence, knowing that he would be there for at least the time that Ham would be there. So, regardless of when it was signed or whatever, the reality is that the Lakers are, are doubling down on Rob Palenka and you know, it's a decision that I frankly disagree with. I, I just, I, I can't get behind rewarding somebody for not just last off season, but also for his inability to remedy the mistakes made from last season. Um, we just had an entire conversation about a roster and we had to do so with the disclaimer in the background of yeah, this this roster is imbalanced. Well, who's the person responsible for the imbalanced roster? And he gets the extension. So that's where that's that's the fairest way that I can put it. I won't go into the the hyperbole of worst executive in the league and all of that that's stuff. What, that is the stuff that I take issue. With. Okay. Um to to answer your first question, I don't I don't know. I I I sat with Rob for a long time at uh the game, the first game in Vegas, so Wednesday before the game. There are things that happen with the Lakers that I don't know about. I usually know most things before they happen, but not everything. Mm -hmm. I know that there have been conversations about this um, because these kind of things don't just like happen out of thin air. Um, but I did not know uh, that this was coming. I was slightly surprised, but I knew that there were conversations that had been had. Where where you and I disagree is, and look, I get it. You're uh, for some of some of it is your fan, and there are points of frustration for you. Some mm -hmm. of it is, yeah, I'm, it, you're, some of it you're doing for effect. Also, no, I no man, like that 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 like you can ask Harrison. I actually feel the way like with all of this stuff. There there, it's really rare that I go like the Damian Jones stuff. Clearly, I don't think he's young wilt. Right. Like there is sure. some shit that I do sure. like as a bit, but no, I, I really do. Like when it comes to what I really am this kind of a fan, like the, no, I know. get it. I get it. But what, like you just mentioned it yourself, the hyperbolic stuff, like the worst executive in the league, it's silliness. Who's definitively worse. It's, it's but okay. Who is definitively anything? It is a subjective thing. Okay. But like, but like who here's here. One way to do it is which team in the league would happily swap out their like which fan base in the league would happily swap out their executive their lead executive for rob Polinka? i don't oh, think there is one shit, what fan base would the fans don't know what is actually happening behind the scenes and how to measure this sort of thing okay but like shit? all right who are which to the fans, right isn't it marv levy if you're listening to the fans you'll end up sitting next to them which which uh 
I mean, if Rob Polinka didn't have ties back to Kobe, he'd be sitting next to the fans. Like, like, like the, I'm still waiting for like a meritocracy to pop up with this organization, and I don't know if I'm ever if I'm ever going to see it. Okay, but the facts are the things that we can measure. Look, the Lakers were bad last year. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, there's an argument to be made that it, without the injuries, that that was a good team. Fine. Mm-hmm. The year before that, literally, wait, two years ago tomorrow, I think it was the 11th or 12th, two years ago tomorrow or the next day, the Lakers won a goddamn title, period. Okay. Like, that is on his record. We can parse was he responsible? How much did he have to do? How much of it was magic? How much of it was coming any LeBron coming anyway, no matter who was there? We can fine, fair. We can talk about all that. If you want to say, if you like, if you want my my issue that I take is I think you're cherry picking. Like if you want to blame, okay. if you want to blame any one person for Russ, the Russ trade, which has not worked, which has been a failure, if you want to call it a failure, that goes on Rob's record. You know what else goes on Rob's record? The title and mm-hmm. trading for AD. So you can't just cherry pick like the bad stuff. And even the stuff that at the time you and others were very in favor of stuff that hasn't worked out. People were kind of split on Russ, but the Rob should be smarter than me. But the, uh, <laughs> the, head, the head of the Lakers. But, like, I know, but, but then just, just be, like, because you just said, that. you just said, which fan base would, would want, you're saying you don't know the answer to this. Sure, but like, I mean, the answers have been presented over time, and yes, like, here's including, here's including a championship two years ago. But he ran away from what made that championship roster special, right? Okay, okay. But at the time, in the the, the following off season, you liked the moves, correct? You happened to be wrong, and in some I did, cases, I, he did too. The Montrez Harrell, the, the, Hon- the Montrez Harrell signing, I thought at the time. I would have preferred Ibaka, but Ibaka got hurt, and it doesn't like it's negligible between those yeah. two. I didn't like the idea of using one of their few non, and this is like this has been the case with a lot of their their non minimum signings. Like it, it's there's always overlap to their to their to their um, non min signings, and and they don't have very many of those contracts to go around. So I think, I think other than the hyperbolic stuff and the extreme stuff. I think you're you're I think what you're saying is mostly fair. But if if you're going to if you're going to blame someone and him, he is the decision maker, right? I mean, ultimately, I saw that thing. I haven't seen the I, I assume it's from the latest uh the Hulu documentary. I haven't seen the latest episode which I guess is out today. Um the the last one. But there's a clip floating around. I think you said something about it on Twitter mm-hmm. that was genie like I pushed the button on on uh, the AD thing. Mm-hmm. It was difficult. I pushed the button. I don't think that's Jeannie saying I get the credit for the trade. It is saying she has to be the final, like she has to give it the final. Okay. She pushes the button. The final. Okay. Has to sign off on it. But if there's somebody making basketball decisions, it's not, she is not the one making basketball decisions. She is the one. Okaying basketball decisions. The one making the decision is Rob. Mm-hmm. So Rob gets full blame for the wrestling. Yes, is it more complicated than that? Is there more nuance to that? Are there different people suggesting things, wanting things? You know, are there is there a difference of opinion sometimes? Yes, right? But ultimately, it comes down to him, period. Mm-hmm. He he gets the, the negative, check mark negative, in the column for trading for Russ, because it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do that, he also gets the check mark trading for AD, positive. Check mark winning a title, positive. 
So there is definitely a ledger of positive moves, negative moves. I agree. Some of the stuff around the, the fringes has, you know, around the margins has not been great. But all of that cannot add up to the worst guy in the league, period. It just it just factually doesn't work that way. You can't win a title two years ago and every other GM is better. No, that doesn't, that's not how it works. So the title, I did this on the, on the lowdown over the weekend, right? I took a look back at the title team. Caruso was a holdover. Kuz was a holdover. KCP was a holdover. Um, he did, in, in took Rob's credit, um, when he whiffed on Kawhi Leonard, he did have a plan B set up where it seems like, and according to reports, he essentially, you know, when th there were conversations had with Danny Green saying, hey, if we don't get Kawhi, we'll give you a, a little extra for waiting for us. And, and Danny Green wound up being a pivotal part of a championship roster, right? Um, Rajon Rondo outplayed my expectations for him. Dwight Howard um, outplayed my expectations for JaVale. him. Um, JaVale, I, I actually liked the JaVale signing, if I remember correctly. I, I, I thought it was I thought it Well, was I did fine. too, but he, but he still outplayed my expectations. That uh -huh. was my point. In that title um, season, he outplayed my expectations. Yeah, and, but like, you know, that, that championship team, it's hard for me to just make it as simple as okay that's a check in the box for him there because not all of that was all rob right like okay, that but but not any not that's that's the point though not any of it is all one thing so why does he get sole blame for russ in this discussion why does he get i'm not and i'm not saying you do this normally but in the in the discussion of how good of a president of basketball lead decision maker is he it's not fair to give him the negative credit fully for the rust trade not working or other things that haven't worked and not give him full credit for the things that have because he asked for it since he then for he what? has he he said like i am the final i am the voice on this stuff right he is so right? he gets full credit for the stuff he was before but also. if he but but i'm not going to give him credit for the stuff when he wasn't the voice on it like he wasn't the voice on kuzma he wasn't the voice on caruso he wasn't the voice on kcp no that that's that's fair that is fair and he but was the he voice was the, on russ he also was the voice on the team that won the title he was the voice we just talked about you just talked about the, some of the moves that offseason he is the voice on those he is also the voice on anthony davis Okay. And, and, but like, and, and he has since been the voice on stripping down and running away from the culture that made that championship team. So it's, it is kind of different. And, and look, you can call it cherry picking and I, and, and I don't really have anything that I can say to the contrary of, of that, um, of that characterization of the analysis. Like that, that's fair, but it's hard for me to give him that amount of, 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 credit for a championship team that he has since stripped down like that's i to me and, and especially in sports it is it is what have you done for me lately and it has been two full seasons since he won a championship and, and three hasn't it's been three seasons it's been two years and three seasons isn't it uh no it's been two seasons right because we're we're on no it's it's we're coming up on had... two calendar years and there's been more than I think it's been more than God. I don't know. I'm so tired. there's it's such a so you had the championship year, then you had the season that took place a, a month after that, 
and then you had another short off season you had a, and that was last off season. And then this is going to be your first full off season that the Lakers have had since winning yeah, okay. a championship. All right. Yeah. So it is too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Warriors, like, Warriors, Celtics, and Bucks, uh, Suns. Suns was mm-hmm. after. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, I, I don't know. Like, where, when does the credit for winning a championship run out? And the other thing too is no, 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 no. You can you can say you can suspect that the the farther we get away from it, the less relevant it is to how good of a job he's doing. Mm-hmm. But you you never when do you lose credit for it never it doesn't it never runs out i'm not well, saying that's enough to keep him how long employed. does it become how does that right that's what i'm saying is how long does it remain applicable to the conversation as to whether or not he should remain employed and um, currently and, I, I i don't know like a specific time I, point, I, like but some I people it, have different lines currently. oh absolutely but fair. i would i would also argue that the lakers would market themselves on having one of the shorter lines on that than other organizations in the NBA because the Lakers are exceptional, right? It's not yes. like winning winning a championship with Shaq and Kobe wouldn't have been enough according to the Lakers. Winning a championship with with uh, Magic and Kareem wouldn't have been enough according to the Lakers. So winning right. a championship with LeBron and AD shouldn't be enough if no, we're remaining consistent. I'll take it farther. I don't think winning three championships with with Shaq and Kobe was enough. Fine. Yeah, but we're saying one with AD and LeBron is enough for this guy to remain employed at infinitum. No, no, no. I, again, I am not. I am not trying to like convince you that Rob is number one in the league. Like, I think those rankings are silly. And yes, I think it is fair to have expectation of doing more. Again, I was surprised that this happened. Was I shocked? No, because I know there were conversations, but I was surprised. And I thought and this, and this is not like any, uh, I'm not reporting. I'm not a reporter. So mm-hmm. this is, this was just my supposition. I thought if last or this coming season looked like last year, that Rob might be in some trouble. That was my like guess on the situation. It um, seems fair. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not pushing back against yeah. that. Like Rob's record is impeccable. I am, pushing back against the hyperbole, the hyperbole and like the, the notion that he's the worst in the league that just doesn't hold water. I agree that there have been some, I just, I think to be fair to him and the situation, you have to take the full body of work. Fine. There have definitely been misses. Absolutely. My, I don't know whether he's worse in the league, whether he's, below average whether he's average whether he's above average whether he's elite like in he he falls into one of those categories do i think he's the worst in the league i don't know i'd have to i'd have to i'd have to literally and i thought about doing this for the show but it would have been a really boring show i'd have to literally lay out a list of all of the executives the lead executives across the nba mm-hmm. and and try to rank them and and try to rank them based off of what they've done lately right um, and look like, like the magic, I think, uh, as an organization have had a worse, even, even compared to the, to the brutal two seasons that the Lakers have gone through, the magic are still about as rudderless, I think, as the Lakers at their worst. So fine. He's, he might not be the worst. Um, do I think he's league averaged? I think a better and, and a more productive way of asking this question is, is there value added 
by keeping him as the face of your organization, as the, as the face of your, the executive branch of your organization. And I, I don't know that there is. I, 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 I guess one way to find out. Right. I mean, I, look, and, and here's the other thing, too. Um, I know, you know, talking about Jeannie is, is tough with you because you guys are really close friends. But this is a decision that, that she stamps her name on, right? This is a Jeannie call. I agree with um, that. Magic was a genie call. Keeping Rob around was a genie call. And both of those two, like the magic, the, the magic decision, I think we can call a failure, you know, um, given the way that he exited. Now he, it's tough. It, this is what's so maddening about doing analysis on all of this stuff. I can call magic a failure because of the way he exited, but LeBron specifically said he wanted to work with magic. So I don't know how to do that math. And then, you know, well, here, okay. So this, this, this encapsulates the issue and why I'm, I'm not irritated, why I am like frustrated with you in this conversation, because if you call magic a failure, then how are you calling? Then how does Rob not get <laughs> credit for the championship team? If those were magic's guys, you're saying, then he can't be a failure. Well, you're saying those were the guys that won a title. Mostly. What's, what's funny though, is that like, I'd have I'd have to look at the timeline again, but I don't believe Kuz was in the Lonzo draft, right? Yes. Yeah. So and Josh Hart. So that that is that is a win, right? That is somebody who who helped the Lakers win that that championship. Um, KCP, right? That was was signed the year before LeBron. Right. Uh, so that was uh, shoot. That was not magic, right? That was, I forget how, who? Uh, no, that was, I think, I think that was Matt. Well, magic came, no, magic came in. That was not, that yeah, was not magic. That was, magic. Magic came on in like February of. Yeah. Uh, okay. Season. Yeah. KCP was Mitch. If yes. I, I remember that happened. I was in Vegas when that happened. I was yeah. through the roof because they got, uh, they, they needed a shooting guard. Um, so KCP uh, Caruso was not on, uh, you know, he was not brought to the Lakers on Rob or Magic. Joey, Joey and Jesse found him, yeah, or didn't find him, but they were responsible for that. Yes, right. He was in OKC, and then they brought him over to the Lakers. Uh, at that time, w- were they still the defenders? I think they, uh, they were. Yeah, I think they were. Uh, the Oklahoma. So- he was playing on the Oklahoma Blue. They played the defenders in. Uh, in the playoffs and yeah. he had some play that he got the ball stolen from him um, in the playoff game and like started complaining to the ref cause he got fouled. Yeah. And then went, Oh shit, I'm about to give up a layup and chase down whoever it was on the defenders and pinned his layup attempt off the backboard. Yeah. And Joey and Jesse went, Oh shit. Who's this yeah. dude? Take that yeah, Presty. I- <laughs> <laughs> there you go, um, but yeah, it's it, so like, the the tally on these things are always difficult because there isn't like a clear way to define is KCP because Magic and Rob did resign him right Rob famously called KCP not Mana a, from, heaven. from Heaven yeah you know and, and so like it, it the math on this is kind of tricky uh, mm-hmm. and and that's why I say like I it, I it's difficult for me to give Rob full credit for a championship where a good chunk of the rotation had nothing to do with Rob, 
you know okay. and but then and how is magic a failure you don't this is my point you don't get it both ways well no no but but this is the thing i would say i would say like all right magic they both failed they're magic, both failures well, well like this is where it's tricky magic was the architect of an experiment that was such a clear failure that lebron's analysis of it was literally <laughs> like that was it he gave that quote to you, Dave McMenamin. You, you didn't put a, a, you didn't have your sound ready for that one. Well, no, there isn't official sound on that. That isn't a clip. I know, but you have LeBron saying something that would have fit quite well. well. I mean, like I, technically, yeah, I could have done. I could have done. What the, the fuck? That wasn't his actual analysis. No. Is the problem? No. But so like, uh, but the his you know so the, the 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 grand experiment of putting creators around LeBron instead of shooters that was yeah. Magic's idea. And it, it was. was a failure, but not go so well. Magic also was part of the reason why LeBron was a part of that experiment in the first place. So I don't know necessarily how to do that uh, math there. And the Lakers clearly don't win a championship without LeBron. <laughs> so that, that, that so, seems that's now that we agree on, right? And so like that, like it, but also Magic left without telling anybody, and and was a part-time employee during his time there um according to multiple reports and multiple people that i have spoken to you yourself that, included when you say that <laughs> when you say that you don't mean that he was like a part-time employee that didn't get benefits you mean he was the guy that was only there part of the time yeah it felt like being there doing the job part of the time the lakers at one point hadn't spoken to the guy in weeks and the only way that they found out where he was was he went viral because he was in a bunker in hawaii so like yeah it's hard for me to say that that guy was a great hire like it's hard for me to to, to declare that that guy was failure is tough because lebron championship but also are we really calling him the architect of an eventual champion given that he was barely there to put up any of the foundation so no i am so, not calling I don't know. no i am not calling him that which is the, the point in all of this more credit in my opinion mm -hmm. more credit goes to rob than goes to magic probably fair probably fair i i think i mostly agree with you like i actually i'll say this i do agree th agree with you it's just a matter of like percentage points right if you're gonna have like like 65 35 let's take the next hour and figure out an exact yeah, percentage. the exact 72.9 percent was uh, was rob palinka that's a little low i think it was 74.1 <laughs> how dare you the highest i'll go is 73.7 you Deal. monster <laughs> so, see how well that worked that was easy. yeah but like i i don't know the the extension is what it is i disagree with it i i also disagree with it from this standpoint and this is something that I have talked about now for months. It's that how does somebody learn any kind of a lesson with a complete lack of accountability? And if, if the only accountability that has been shown for last season is Frank Vogel being shown the walking papers when Frank Vogel could only do so much with a shitty roster and the architect of that roster now gets rewarded with an extension that doesn't sit right with me because Frank Vogel, if we want to talk about responsible for championships, he has a claim to that one too. Maybe a better one than Rob. I don't know. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, so this is this is the interesting. I mean, like even I guess I mean I'm pretty close to to this situation and have like been in in and around the NBA for uh, you know whatever most of my adult life, and I'm not exactly sure how to like parse it all out either. So it is it's a strange thing when we're kind of forced to have reactions to it and like make definitive statements for stuff that we don't really know we like we don't really know how the sausage is made right it's kind of it's kind of foggy it's kind of hazy mm -hmm. so i don't know that's a it's a, a difficult thing I, I will i will say this about frank and i've said it on the show i said it last year on the show i don't think frank was the problem and i think frank's a damn good coach i don't think frank was a problem he also wasn't enough of the solution mm -mm. so like who has more blame? Like, I think, it, I think, I think Frank, like, was given a fair shake. Would I have, would I have objected to him being back? No, because I think he's a good coach. But I think it is reasonable that he's not. I don't think he was, I can say that and say, I don't think he was the problem. But I don't think he wasn't enough of the solution either. Was, is that true of, of, of Rob? Maybe. Maybe, but. Rob is his boss, so too bad, right? Like, and yeah. if it's your boss, you're not going to be like, you know what? You hang around. I'm going to get rid of myself. You hang around. No, yeah. I mean, you know, the sword falls on even even before the players. Often, the, well, but the the, the, coach boss, on the, the coach has to fall on the sword. The boss in all of this is Genie, right? Mm -hmm. Like the yeah. boss in all of this, Absolutely. the the person. And now, look, when I ask for accountability, Genie's not going to get any. Like. She's the owner. There's no way to hold owners accountable for bad basketball decisions. We, there's there's ways clearly to hold them accountable for being shitty people, as uh, Donald Sterling and Robert Sarver have found out. But by all by all accounts, Jeannie is is not a shitty person. The question about her instincts as it pertains to basketball, I think, is relatively un unanswered at this point. And her doubling down on Rob here promoting rob in the first place without casting much of a net to to go out and see what they could do to replace magic and then now extending him which inherently features again not casting much of a net here you know it, it's that insular thinking is i think going to keep getting the lakers in trouble until it gets resolved and now look Maybe the Lakers are on the verge of one of these Hollywood seasons in which they can literally say, like, I get really annoyed with all these athletes doing the whole, like, every, nobody believed in me bullshit. When, like, like Bryce Young, last year when he won the Heisman, he was like, nobody believed in me. He was like, dude, you were the top can't. You're, you're, you're the top recruit. quarterback. <laughs> you're the top recruit in the country, Bryce Young. Shut up. <laughs> like, of course, everybody believed in you. Um, but, like, the Lakers can actually say, I think, this year, nobody believed in us. Right. If they win a championship, they go out and they do something like that. They can actually in the documentary that they that they make about themselves can actually say nobody believed in us. And if they had that kind of a magical season, I will happily say I was wrong about with everything that I said about this team happily. That's always what I hope for is to be wrong when I criticize the Lakers. But to We're this have point, to check in with Harrison. What would this be like? We believe 6.0 or 7.0. We got to check in with Harrison. And, <laughs> this and is he, I, he tracks this thing. It's it's such a it's such a better example of it than I think it's it, like it is the the we believe they might be a better example of it than the we believe Warriors. 
<laughs> I don't know. That team hadn't been to the playoffs in like 14 seasons. <laughs> well, the they Lakers, were approaching current Kings territory. The Lakers haven't been relevant in like 14 months. So, okay. <laughs> uh, the Lakers are all. What do you mean? The Lakers are always relevant. They. I'm not yeah. saying they're good. They weren't good. They've in, been in good. basketball terms. They but been yeah, good, I, but they're always relevant. Yeah. Um. I guess my question to you to wrap this up is. Mm-hmm. As Rob has been extended, uh, if the Lakers once again struggle this year, which they very well might, because as we have had this entire conversation, it's been with the disclaimer in the background, this roster is imbalanced. If the Lakers struggle again this year, who gets held accountable? Like who, who actually answers for this? He just got an extension. Unless they're willing to extend and then fire him eight months later, where is that accountability coming from? I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to say like the accountability is only year by year by year. Um and he's going to have clearly he's going to have a runway uh to get it where everybody wants it going. Is there going to be like accountability on roster building next offseason? No, I doesn't look like it. If the roster doesn't work this year, no, I don't think so. Doesn't doesn't seem that way. So I don't, maybe that's not the answer you want, but that is the answer. No, I'm, um, it is kind of the answer I want because it kind of proves the point that I'm making here is that like, no, but why does, the way- but, okay, but hold on. Why, but why is there an assumption that like heads need to roll after any one or two or three great se- seasons? They won the title three, two years, the third season ago. Right. But if they have another bad season here, it will have been three bad seasons in a row. Yeah, three seasons I, where the I Lakers. Think, so I don't. I don't think. I don't know that. That I wouldn't put twenty twenty one in that category. Last this this past season, yes. Period. Just like period. But okay. I think there was plenty to like, and it before Anthony Davis got hurt again in the playoffs, we all thought that that the Lakers were going to beat the Suns, who ended up going to the finals. But you know so, who disagrees with you on that? The Lakers, because they completely re re re, re- gave okay, reshaped it, that okay, roster. Fine, fine, fine. But I'm not saying that was a bad. I don't think that was a bad season. I think okay. that one was last year. I don't think. I don't think the injuries mattered. Would they have been better if AD and LeBron played more? Of course. Yeah. But I don't think that team last year had any real like chance of winning anything. The mm-hmm. team the year before that, I do think had a chance at it. So I think it's I think I would put that one I would not put that one in the same category as last season. And again, I we started oh whatever I said 20 minutes ago that I suspected and this was just a guess on my part, but I suspected that Rob was going to feel some heat if this season this coming season went like last season. Um but he is clearly going to be given a runway to get it right. And the the last thing I will say on it is whether it works or doesn't work, I will assure assure you it is not for lack of give a fuck or lack of trying. Because I know fans feel like, not you specifically, but that like they care and they do. Fans fans care. Some of some Laker fans a hell of a lot, but there is nobody that cares more about the Lakers winning than Rob and Jeannie. Are there fans that care as much? Maybe, but there's nobody that cares more that wants to win more than them. Did that sound like? Did that sound like propaganda? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> I gotta work. Oh God, I gotta work on disguising that better. Yeah, it's the tr- it is the truth though. But I gotta work on disguising that. A little what's better. the? What's the? Uh, 
BBGO? BBGO is their, their, their jersey sponsor. Yeah. 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 That, that propaganda was brought to you by BBGO. Hey, by the way, I didn't know. I didn't know that it's like BBGO food, existed. right? Yeah. So it's like, it's dumplings. And I was like, they got a dumpling place to do the, and I, I do enjoy dumplings. So I thought it was, I thought it was like a chain of, mm -hmm. you know, like fast Asian food. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's frozen in the grocery store. So once I had never heard of them before the deal with the Lakers. So I went and got, and it was kind of good. Yeah. Normally the frozen, I'm used to the Costco ones. The, I think they were, I can think they're, the brand name is Ling Ling, Lin Lin or Ling Ling. Yeah. That from Costco that are kind of delicious that, you know, you used to have after high school, but um, after, after school in high school, these were kind of delicious. Hmm. So yeah, that, that propaganda can be brought to you by BB go because <laughs> their, their dumplings are actually kind of delicious. It was always kind of perfect that, that Taylor Horton Tucker had a dumpling sponsor on his Jersey. It was just, it, it just worked oh, out yeah. really well. Oh, it's <laughs> long arms. <laughs> All right, that's gonna and, do it for and, this. And by the way, like it's him, THT, and uh, and Jason Tatum are like both like sixteen years old in perpetuity. Yeah, just forever. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Hook. Uh, again, special Monday edition because of a weird schedule this week. Um, everything should remain about the same from from this point forward, except for maybe Friday, in which I might be taking the day off. Um, but until then, and I'll talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Aaron Larsoul, and this was The Hook.